If you're a mom who struggles with finding the time to connect with God and dedicate to Him because of the busy season that you're at in your life right now, you are not alone. So many of us are right there with you. And today we have some biblical guidance and practical tips to help us out in that journey. Hey friends, it's Katie at Covenant Collections here with our sixth episode of Covenant Conversations. Welcome to our Christian parenting community where genuine faith and family values intertwine to build an unshakable foundation. We're so happy to have you here. Today's episode is called The Christian Mom's Balancing Act, and we're going to talk that challenge of balancing motherhood and our own spiritual growth. We'll discuss some practical strategies for finding time to spend with God through our busy seasons, how to involve our children in our spiritual practices, where to find community support, how to embrace the grace that you so deserve, and how to just nurture our own spiritual well-being while caring for our families at the same time. I hope you stick around and discover the beauty of finding those precious moments amidst the demands of motherhood with us. So, in the middle of our busy seasons, it can be challenging to find time to spend with God. But fear not, as always, the Bible has some amazing wisdom to share with us. So, let's dive in. As moms, our days are filled with endless tasks. Whether you're in the changing diaper season, homework season, sports season, or all of the above at one time, preparing meals, running errands, honestly, I could fill the entire podcast episode just listing the things we do regularly. Am I right? It's easy to get caught up in the busyness of it all and neglect our own spiritual well-being. But nurturing our relationship with God is vital for our own growth and for the example we set for our children. So how can we find time for God in our busy season? The first step is prioritize. And we're moms. We're great at prioritizing and organizing. (laughs) Just as we prioritize our children's needs, we must prioritize our time with God. Matthew 6, 33 reminds us, But first, find the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. By intentionally setting aside time for prayer, Bible study, and worship, we demonstrate to our children the importance of seeking God above all else. Now, let's talk about some practical strategies. One approach that works really well is to wake up a little earlier than your kids. I know, I don't want to either. But stay with me. This quiet time in the morning can be a precious opportunity to connect with God before the demands of the day have a chance to butt in. Psalm 5-3 says, In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. Another strategy is to incorporate God into your daily routines, which this is my personal go-to. As you go about your household chores or your commute to work, listen to worship music or Christian podcasts. Use these moments to pray and meditate on scripture. 
I do this by actually turning on a Christian podcast with one Bluetooth headphone in at work when I'm doing something that it won't be too distracting for, and I just listen throughout the day. I also turn these on to listen while I'm washing dishes, doing laundry, and a lot of times even while I'm in the shower, not with the headphones, but with my phone on speaker. And maybe that's what you're doing right now with my podcast, and if you are, awesome, thank you. I choose those times in particular because those are times that I'm not spending directly one-on-one with my kid anyway. So it doesn't come with that added mom guilt of taking time away from him. I also have replaced all music in my car with worship music. And I started that process with a one-week music fast. I don't know what it was about one full week with just no music at all, nothing but my own silence with God to keep me company, but ever since then, I haven't had the desire for the secular music, and I'm not saying you have to make that complete shift, but honestly, the worship worship music can be instrumental, wink, wink, get it, in spending time praising God throughout your day. Colossians 3.16 encourages us. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Next, you can consider joining a Bible study or a mom's group at your church or in your community. These groups provide support, accountability, and opportunities for spiritual growth. This is something that I've been desiring in my own life and talking to God about, but I just haven't felt like I personally have the bandwidth right now to take on the entire process of planning, inviting, hosting, leading, etc. But I actually had a friend reach out to me today and mention that she's been thinking about starting a small women's Bible study that meets weekly in her home. And it's just kind of interesting how God works, you know? If you don't have one around you, consider starting one. Because if it's in your heart, there's a good chance there are other hearts around you desiring a similar connection. Proverbs 27, 17 reminds us that an iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Surrounding ourselves with fellow believers can inspire and encourage us on our journey. Do not underestimate the power of community. And if you aren't ready to take that in-person step, You can actually join us in our free Christian Parenting Facebook group that we just started. The more members we get in there, the more people we can really help and support in their journeys. You can find a link to that on our homepage of our website, www.covenantcollections.com, or we have it pinned on our Facebook page. I'll also link it below in the YouTube description once I get this posted over there. So lastly... Let's address the guilt that often accompanies this struggle. As moms, it's hard for us to not feel guilty about any ball that gets dropped. So naturally, what normally happens? The only one that we drop is the one that benefits us. This relationship is for God and it's for us. It's important. It's not something that we can drop. God understands you. He loves you. He knows your heart better than you do. So he sees what you're giving. He feels what you're feeling. And he will make a way for you if you open the door and let him. 
Look at you right now. You're showing up and you're spending time focusing on building your relationship with him. He sees that. He's watching you listening to this. Instead of dwelling on guilt, embrace the grace. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 reminds us, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. As moms, we often put the needs of our children and families before our own. It's natural if you're feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin, but remember that nurturing our own spiritual growth is essential for our well-being and therefore our ability to pour into our families. So let's summarize the strategies we talked about today and add in a few more options. One strategy that can help us find time for God is to create intentional moments throughout the day. Even if you can't set aside large chunks of time, you can find pockets of opportunity. So for example, during nap time or while your child is occupied independently with an activity, take a few minutes to read a devotional, pray, or meditate on a scripture. Getting up a bit earlier than them in the mornings can give you a window of opportunity before the day tries to take over. The next thing is to involve your children in your spiritual practices. As you engage in prayer or Bible study, invite your children to join you in that. This not only allows you to spend time with God, but also models the importance of faith to your kids. It's a beautiful way to create a shared experience and nurture their spiritual growth as well. You can include them while you listen to worship music or listen to some that's made for them. Make some of that your one-to-one bonding time with the kids, and that's a win-win. You're worshiping God in a way that's engaging and bonding for you and your children. And do not underestimate the power of community. Connect with other Christian moms who are also seeking to balance motherhood and spiritual growth. Join a Bible study, prayer group, or even start a small group with fellow moms in your community. And again, we would love to have you in our free Facebook group to do just that. Together, you can encourage and support one another on this journey. Remember that finding time for God doesn't always mean setting aside hours of uninterrupted solitude. Good luck with that. It's about cultivating a heart posture of seeking him in the midst of our daily lives. Whether it's through prayers throughout the day, listening to worship music while cleaning the house, reflecting on scripture during a quiet moment, it doesn't matter. Every effort that you make is what matters. The grace and self-compassion matters. We may not always meet our own expectations or find as much time for God as we think we should, but God knows our heart. He sees our efforts and he loves us unconditionally. Let go of your desire for perfectionism and embrace the grace that God freely offers. Trust that he will meet you where you are and provide the strength and guidance you need to get where you want to be. That wraps up today's episode on balancing motherhood and spiritual growth. I hope you found these insights and encouragement helpful as you navigate your journey of motherhood. Remember always that you are not alone in this. God is with you every step of the way and we would love to be welcome you. We would love to welcome you into our circle of support as well. 
If you feel like this spoke to you, do me a favor and subscribe so that we can continue cultivating the things that really matter together. With love, Katie.